We love cake so much, we decided to make it a full-time business. For me, Sammy. And me, Bronya. Join us on our journey of discovery as we meet fellow cake professionals, artisan cake makers and home bakers who will give tips and advice on the Business of Cake Making podcast, glitter included. Follow us on Instagram and listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean or wherever you listen to your podcast. Sign up to our newsletter and visit the blog at daisycakecompany.co.uk. Hello. 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 Oh, right. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. How are you? I'm I'm all right. Yeah. I'm ready, ready to talk about what we're going to talk about. Good jobs. Right. So, so this, this podcast, we are talking about how previous experience has helped us in our job, in our business yeah and the reason we're doing this is because we want to up everyone's confidence because we see all over the place you know I want to take the leap I'm not sure I've got enough experience I've never run a business before I don't think I've got what it takes to run it blah 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 um and we think you have yeah definitely we know you have we know you have Um, definitely because neither of us had run businesses before no uh, have you written down all the jobs that you've... I have. Uh, I have as yeah. well. So, all the jobs. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I haven't written them all down. Oh, no, and, actually, I mean, there's probably a couple of little ones that yeah. I have, I've left off. But, I, I mean, the first thing, I, I don't have children, but what I do want to say is any of you out there that have kids, um, being a parent is probably biggest preparation you can ever have <laughs> for running a business as someone that doesn't have them yeah. you know the fact that you can get your if you've done night feeds and the stress of no sleep and you've you've lived through that and you've survived through that yeah you you can make a cake you're yeah. fine yeah and if, if you can got, supply survive night feeds then having to take three children to school whilst being pregnant and having a little bag to throw up into because you've got morning sickness. (laughs) You can survive anything. I I mean, I just, I have absolute respect for anyone that can get one child out the door to school on time. Yeah. You know, seriously, if you can get one child out of the door with their shoes on, because we had this conversation just before. before. Wear your shoes, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on, put your shoes on. Where are your shoes? Where are your shoes? You had them just now. It's your school bag, school bag, school bag. (laughs) If you can do that, because you can get a cake out on time. If you can get children out on time, you can get a cake out (laughs) on time. Because cakes, they don't need to wear shoes. And Mm -hmm. if they do, you've made them and you know where they are. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's my first thing. If you're a parent, hey, you can run a business because this this is a piece of piss in comparison. It really is. Um, but yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through jobs that we've done previously. I want to um, make it into a song. I'm reading my list and in my head I'm going, Marks and Sparks, B&Q, check out Chick, <laughs> Port and Sparks, Surrey Assistant and a cleaner, various restaurants and pubs, invoicing clerk, invoicing and credit control so I, you know i could go on but i'm not gonna you, you, you know i'm gonna make a clip out of that and put that on instagram now don't you oh, you God. know that no. <laughs> i'm gonna put all the like the logos coming in from side to side yeah. <laughs> but yeah so we, we're gonna talk about our jobs and some of them when i look at some of my jobs i'm like they have absolutely no relevance to running business but you know what there is something in yeah. there that i would have got out yeah. got out of it yeah um and i we think that if you do the same with what you've done in your lives you will realize you're much more qualified yeah than you definitely you what was the first job you ever had my my first job i was 15 and a half years old mm-hmm. and i was a safeway checkout assistant oh yeah i earn one pound 48 an hour wow i know right um <laughs> And we are talking back in the days when there was no barcodes. So everything had a sticky label on it. Yeah. You had to put the price in. People paid by check. Mm. Credit cards had carbon copy. Oh, my God, those machines. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
We couldn't, we weren't allowed to sell alcohol because we were under age 18. Yeah. So we had to ask, well, ask the supervisor for permission every time we sold alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. And I had to wear an American tan tights. Oh, yeah. And a brown I was just dress. about to say, I, <laughs> so I worked in a shoe shop, same age, okay. 15 and a half. Right. Um, uh, Dulcie's shoe shop in <gasps> Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I had to wear American tan tights. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about American tan? They were like yeah. orange. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, and I loved my first job. I was rubbish at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I wasn't keen on my first. I only worked there for a few months before I got my my next job. Yeah. Um. But that's because I used to work Friday nights and Saturday mornings. Oh, when you're I don't that know age. how I got. I don't know how I got that deal. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I think I I say now I think everyone should do at least six months of customer service facing. Yeah. It should be like national service. It would make everyone a nicer person. Yeah. To people. Definitely. Definitely, because it teaches being that young. Because I, yeah. I think it's harder for young people now to get a, a job yeah, at that I think age. It is. Yeah, yeah, definitely difficult. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sammy's waiting for someone to collect a cake. Can you tell? Yeah, uh, so. But yeah. So I, I mean, it teaches you. It teaches you just people. People mm. that people skills are so so important. Oh, um, it teaches you cash handling, all the basics, yeah. right from the and, very, and very start. Especially when you're that young, it gives you the confidence. Yeah, yeah. As well. Because yeah, I, I, at that age, I was very quiet. I don't and believe I was you were ever. shy. I don't believe you were ever quiet or shy. <laughs> that's just, that's the myth you are building around yourself. No, no. <laughs> all these jobs I've had have made me the person I am today. <laughs> See, my, so my Safeway job, so it only lasted a few months because then I went and got um, a job at a burger bar mm. in a place in Southampton called Ocean Village. Oh, I worked there as well. And yeah, you remember back in the day, there used to be like food courts. They mm. don't really get them very much anymore. No. But I worked at a burger bar um, in Ocean Village in, and they also had a fish and chip shop. So I did burgers and fish and chips. Yeah. Um, and that was my first ever catering job. Mm. Same. I worked in the restaurant, which was also located there, called oh. Dolphins. Oh, downstairs. Upstairs. Oh, upstairs. Up, okay. I was on the same floor. Right. As yep. you. Yeah. So, um, so were that, you an actual waitress? Were you? No, I was a chef. Oh, okay. It was like my second chef job. But again, it was like burgers and things like that right. and um, tuna steaks, shark steak. Yeah. Stuff like shark that. Very, steak. very American. Very, very Ocean Village. Very Ocean Village. So... You weren't customer facing on that one. No. Oh, it's my front door. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> Hello. Hello. They like it. Yeah. Good. I I nicked your design from your uh, cake international bake international. Oh. It was a biscoff, but I didn't put the pecan. Did yeah, you put pecan they they on were it? extra effort, but they did taste good. Yeah. But Sorry. to be honest, if you're if you're consuming it yourself, I would do it for a customer. Wouldn't bother. No, <laughs> I did. They had caramel sauce on it and biscoff and biscoff biscuits. It was yeah, yum. Nice. nice. Yes. Um, oh, right. Anyway, I'm glad you've had another happy customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So you were talking about working at Dolphins. Oh Tell yes. Uh, I, yeah. I I did. What just... did that teach you? So that I guess that's like your food hygiene management yeah um and it um it was my first job that I had to work with adults uh, oh interesting so um whereas before like when you work in the shoe shop you're always with Saturday staff yeah, you know yeah um and I actually had to work with a team right of other chefs and the wait waitresses and the, oh. the the head staff, yeah. and um, and I still remember. So I was what eighteen, yeah. And I I can't remember their surnames, but I remember the the waitress Anne and Jenny that I used yeah. to work with because they were such big personalities, and they yeah. actually taught me quite a lot about how to um, so you know you, you six orders will come in yeah. all at once, and you've yeah. got to get it all out 
um you know in the right order and everything so time management sort of thing definitely that's really that's really interesting because because you know i'm working at like a little bakery around the corner yeah also a cafe um we had a group of people come in the other day they were ramblers oh yeah so um this this used to be the bane of my life when we i used to always think about this that when we had our shop it's like you know when you've got 20 people come in but they only order a cup of coffee yeah you know so it's like 20 people but you're actually only taking like 30 quid yeah but anyway <laughs> anyway so um i think there was i think there was like 12 of them and they all came in and they sat on three different tables and claire the so one of the saturday girls or yeah it was just for christmas so i think it's one of the saturday girls were in on their, ho- their holiday she went oh i'll go over and serve and claire looks at me she went bronya will do it <laughs> she, knew, she knew that it was going to be a real pain. She yeah. she knew the type, you know, that she knew the people that were there. That one, you know, it was like, oh, can I have a peppermint tea? And can I have just a cup of hot water? Yeah. And can I have a cappuccino, but no, no chocolate on top? And she knew it was going to be a difficult order, so she just sent me in. Yeah. Because yeah. she said, it's, and she said to, it was actually a girl called Sammy, and she said to her, she said, it's not that you couldn't do it. She said, but we're really busy, and I knew it would be done yeah. in a way that we could get it done quickly yeah so yeah sometimes experience um kind of yeah and ordering as well I can remember remember um having to to be on top of stock control because I I was only like the 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 lowest chef yeah but I had to make sure that everybody knew if we were running out of stuff right that it was on the list and that's that's thing. quite important because I I would say I worked at the um the Char Grill which is the burger bar, and little I mean I was literally I worked on a Sunday I was the Sunday girl that's all yeah. I did and I learned how to you know I learned the coffee machine I took orders yeah. I I think I prepped some of the desserts occasionally, um but it is it's the communication yeah. working with that team and making sure everything is communicated because it, yeah. it used to be really really busy yeah. really busy. And making sure that the drinks were gone and that the food order was in. Yeah. And yeah, just. And um, food prep as well. Yeah. Coming yeah, in I... early to make sure that everything was prepared so yeah. that when you were busy, it just flowed it was smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, I think jobs like that, they're fast moving. Yeah. They're really, really fast oh, moving. Definitely. And that teaches you so much in to a fast moving environment your toes. yeah you don't have time to think so you just have to get on with it yeah 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 um see then my next job after that because then i went off to i did a degree in dance and business studies but we'll come back to that in a minute um, <laughs> <laughs> so while i was doing my degree i worked at mcdonald's i worked at yeah. two different mcdonald's and that taught me so much yeah i know people really diss mcdonald's they really knock it back oh mcdonald's you know the food's crap and all this their training oh, the food's crap it's delicious yeah, how dare you? <laughs> mcdonald's breakfast yeah um but it's the training at mcdonald's if you can get into a company store because i worked at a company store and a franchise yeah the company store the training was just incredible it was yeah absolutely amazing and we used to have regular training on food hygiene on um how to deal with customers, how to deal with difficult customers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, McDonald's, people treat staff at McDonald's a terribly. Yeah. Really terribly. And and that taught me a lot, how to get over yeah. being treated yeah, like a shit. Yeah, because Jack worked at McDonald's for a while. Oh, and, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and the same. He, did, he, he, he was shown how to do all parts of it. Yeah. And everything. And he did yeah. learn a lot. Yeah. But yeah, they did treat him. Yeah, like and poop. the general public, you know, it's you 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 like the lowest of the low to the general public yeah. when you work somewhere like McDonald's. Um, Can I it, just say, mm-hmm. I I've taught my children this, and I, I I'll say it to everybody: it doesn't matter what job you're you're doing, whether you're picking up rubbish or whether you're doing brain surgery. That brain surgeon can't do that job without the nurse, without no. the cleaner, without yeah. ev- so everybody's job is just as important as the other person's job. Oh, it's it's. Do you know what? It's saying I remember um, another job that I had, which I'll come on to, but I remember working. I used to work in the offices as part of a, of a factory, and um, we had this one premium product, 
and it was a really skilled job to make this premium product. And I remember one, it was put there were point shoes, and I remember this point shoe maker, and he turned around, and he went, "Without us, you'd be nothing." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I remember saying to him, "No, but without us, you would have a pile of point shoes in the corner and no customers to buy them." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, oh, right, yeah." yeah. And it's true. Every it's it's like cogs in a wheel, isn't it? It's yeah. Every single or wheels in a Cog. Machine or cog? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What are we like? (laughs) But yeah, it is. It's every every single person has got a place in that. that. Yeah, the reason I say that is because I was a cleaner for five years. I had a little van. I used to clean housing association stairwells. Right. Uh, it was most... I can see you in a little van. <laughs> I, it was a brilliant job. The, the children at school, I used to leave early. Mark took the children to school. Yeah. Um, and I'd be home in time to pick them up from school. Um, I could work around school holidays and stuff like that. Excellent. Um, it was very boring. Um, and, uh, but I did it. Yeah. I had to, you know, and I was good at it as well. <laughs> and um, when you say to people, they go, oh, what do you do for a job? When you go what do you do for a job? And you say, oh, I'm a baker. Everyone goes, oh, yeah. but when yeah. you say I'm a cleaner, people go, oh, <laughs> and it's like, it, it's no different no. from no. being a baker. No, when see, when people say it, it's true, when people, and um, so I say that I work at the bakery around the corner and mm. people that know that I make cakes go, oh, do you, do you make cakes? It's like, well, actually most of the time I'm serving the general public. Yeah. I'm a shop girl. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, there's absolutely no, nothing wrong with it. Definitely not. Um, yeah, but I I mean, I found McDonald's was an amazing place to work as a student it, and for, on many levels. Firstly, it taught me how to be part of a team. They, their training was incredible. Yeah. As a student, the company used to give out book grants, which yeah. was amazing. They do um, do a university degree, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they their training scheme yeah. is really good. Yeah. Um, also, I got fed. Yeah. As a student, that was a big thing. I used, yeah. to, I used to not have to pay for my food half the time. Um, and also, I remember when I first had my very, very first inspection from the um, environmental health, the EHO stood in my kitchen and she, we were like chatting. I went, oh, yeah, I used to work for McDonald's. She went, that's fine then. I don't need to see anything else. I don't need to see any certificates. If I know you worked at McDonald's, mm. I know you were trained properly. Mm. You know, we used to do the deep clean and, and all that yeah, kind of stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I remember one, I used to, you used to have, you have stars on your, your badge. Yeah. And I remember I nearly, I missed, nearly missed out on one of my stars because I hadn't used the nail brush when I was washing my hands. Wow. So it was that, that in depth. Yeah. I've just got, to, I've just thrown my nail brush away. I must buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> just reminding you. Yes. Just reminding you. Um, so what was your, what was your cleaning job? So... Um, it was, um, I, I just used to go into blocks of flats right? and I, I would either hoover, dust all the, the skirting boards, yeah. dust, do the dusting and, um, clean generally. Was it your, was it like as part of a company? Were you sent there yeah. as? Yeah, it was a company. He, he owned the franchises for all, right. for cleaning these properties. He'd win them. And so it, you were completely. On my own. Yeah, so and you I were was like driving five hundred miles. Yeah, five hundred miles a week because I was going all over Hampshire. Right, because I think I think that's quite interesting that you know you you didn't have to do. No. I mean, it's not like and, you. And um, so I, I I'm going to sing my own praises here. Good so uh, I I did this job and I did it well. Yeah. Um, and uh, people would go on holiday and I would cover their shifts for them, and I'd go and clean their properties their stairwells Um, (laughs) and they would be disgusting and I'd be embarrassed to have to clean and I used to after after the first year to start off with I didn't say anything because yeah I I didn't think it was you know I shouldn't say anything but I'm thinking the the people who live in those flats used to pay the the service charge so I would report them Um, (laughs) yeah yeah but it was it's not fair on those people living there and paying it so I used to report them but you had like a real sense of responsibility you were doing your job you were responsible for yourself yeah and And when when, I think that's quite big when I left oh god yeah definitely and I had to make sure that I went there I left a little little greeting card I made friends when I left one place 
gave me a, a collection of a hundred pounds. My God, you know, so uh, I, so you build up respect, yeah. as well. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's just it's just that self <laughs> self motivation and self. You like your own timekeeping. No one's watching yeah. over you. No one's checking what you're doing no. is right or wrong. No, I think that's that's quite but making sh- making sure that you have actually done it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really important. Um, so as I as I said, I did a degree in dance and business studies because when I was 14, I decided that I wanted to work in the dance industry because I'd danced since I was three, but I didn't want to be a dancer. I wanted to be in marketing. So I did. I found a degree, random degree, um, in dance studies, which was um, contemporary dance, ballet, modern, musical theatre, choreography, all that sort of stuff, while simultaneously doing business studies and majoring in marketing. Wow. Um, and then I I spent my first 10 years or so at um, a magazine. Mm. So I worked at a magazine. I started off as like the office junior. What and was then, the magazine? So the magazine was called Dancing Times. Uh-huh which very sadly folded last year. Um, I think print magazine is just, it, it'd been going since 1910. So it was 112 wow. years old. Yeah. Um, but I think print just, yeah, you know, got, yeah. and there's just so much stuff on the internet now anyway. But yeah, so it folded last year. But what that taught me, I mean, that was, so that was a, sm- it was a small business. There was six of us, um, six women. So it taught me how to work with women. Yeah. We're quite difficult. Yeah. Uh, well just humans are quite difficult but yeah. you know um and it taught me to work in a small team where you did everything you answered the phone you mm. took inquiries someone had a subscription problem you took and it taught me that if I couldn't help them to get all the details to pass it on to someone that could help them yeah um it, yeah it taught me to work in a small team and the one thing it taught me more than anything in the world was deadlines mm. because that magazine had to go out every month yeah. no matter what was happening yeah you know um and i went oh, i had a what i had i did have a wonderful life i went off i watched the ballet i went to blackpool and watched ballroom dancing mm. um i ended up as the editor of the ballroom magazine that they had um and i also learned about because i'd done a level graphics i learned to it was in the time when the apple mac was just on its way up oh, and yeah, self publishing yeah, yeah. So I learned how to do page layouts. I learned how to do graphics. I learned how to work Photoshop properly. So I kind of learned all that stuff. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, what it taught me was that I was part of a team. I was part of that small, like you like you in the kitchen. I yeah. was part of a small team. Yeah. That you all had to work together. And if you didn't have to work it together, that magazine wasn't getting out yeah. on the first of every month. Yeah. And if that magazine didn't go out on the first of every month, oh, did the phones ring. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Did they ring? (laughs) I haven't received my magazine. (laughs) Yes, we know. Um, But yeah, and and even over Christmas, I remember over Christmas, um, that magazine still had to go out on the 1st of January or the 2nd of January. Mm. So you had to make sacrifices to get the job done. Yeah, yeah. You know? Definitely. Um, I I used to work... Um, my what I call my first proper proper job, even though I worked in the kitchens, I was an invoicing clerk. Okay, I, and I they, can't see you doing that. <laughs> I, and they <laughs> they also had deadlines, your monthly right. deadlines. Yeah. So, and um, I can remember working to that deadline, and you you had to like over Christmas. Yeah. Somebody had to be there to do yeah. the end of month. Yeah, yeah, end of month accounts and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you do have to make sacrifices. It's it's just nuts. My my next job after um, dancing because at Dancing Times I also dealt with a lot of the advertisers. Yeah. Because obviously the thing that makes a magazine profitable is the advertisers. And then I went and worked for one of the advertisers, and I worked for a company called Freed of London, mm-hmm. which is where the factory came into it. So I was the marketing manager and new products coordinator at Freed. Mm-hmm. And it was a, they have um, three factories in the UK and I worked in the one in Hackney and they hand make point shoes mm-hmm. for all the professional companies around the world. Um, and they also make ballroom shoes and leotards and tap shoes and all sorts of, all sorts of stuff. 
Um, and again, it was just an amazing 10 years. It was incredible. And so as marketing manager, I did um, all the branding, all the publicity, all the photo shoots. I did styling. I learned all about photography. Um, I did, I used to go to Blackpool and set up an exhibition stand, which was literally a shoe shop for nine days. Mm-hmm. I would set up. Um, one of my last jobs was refitting their London shop that had been the same for 50 years. That wow. was a struggle. Yeah, that was a struggle because there was a lot of people that were there like, it's been like this for 50 years. It should never change. Um, and change I also change used to do, is good. Well, some people don't think so. Um, <laughs> and I also used to do the new products, which meant that I had to deal with the factory because mm. I used to have to make sure that there was like the new products were coming out, we're going to sell. So that was the sales team I had to deal with. Yeah. I then had to go to the factory and go, right, can you manufacture this? How much is it going to cost? Can you get it in stock in time? When can we launch it? When can I photograph it? Yeah. Um, so I had like this cross section of every single part of the business from right from like the, the, the first idea to getting it out of the door and I had to learn about costing. And the thing that that taught me was learning with different people, talking to different people. Yeah. Because on the one hand, I was talking to the sales team. And then on the other hand, I was talking to the guy on the factory floor. Yeah. Um, and working with different people like that. Are very, You know, the factory is quite um, yeah. abrasive, but it's quite loud. It's a, yeah. It's a diff- different. It's different than being in an office. Yeah, completely different. Completely yeah. different. And you would, walk, I would walk down to the factory floor, and I, there'd be a massive argument. I'd be going, "No, your point is a crap. You can't sell these. What have you done? This is absolutely awful." And when I would have a huge row with the production manager, and then as you're walking away, you go, "How was your, how was your holiday, Bronya? Was it all right?" <laughs> <laughs> and so that, it t- what that taught me is that it's work. Yeah, and friendships and work are very different things and to not take it personally yeah yes yeah definitely and and you have to learn from the things that happen yeah yeah and you have to learn from other people other people have experience yeah and and sometimes as well when you work with somebody you see that they're making the faults yeah even though you tell them you should you shouldn't be doing it like that and they don't take your advice yeah or 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 you do, you can't say anything to them because they're in a higher position than you yeah you can learn yeah not to do what they're doing yeah hopefully I, think, I mean the other thing that I think is really good when you're working amongst people which um a lot of us cake makers don't have mm. is that and also I think that that a lot of people missed out missed in covid is when you're in like an environment with other people, you pick up and learn from what they're doing. So as yeah. like office ju- an office junior, I would hear other people pick up the phone, have a conversation on the phone, yeah. and I go, oh, that's what I can say. Oh, that's how I can yeah. do that. Because I, I quite often, I struggle when I make telephone calls. I and telephone I, calls. I, I go blank. Yeah. So I will listen to other people yeah. and, I, and I, I'll write down what they yeah. have said yeah. so that I can go... Ah, because um, I answer the phone. I don't go um, Daisy K. Campshire anymore. I go Sammy speaking. I always answer the phone. Bronya speaking. And always it just answer makes the phone. life so much yeah. easier because you've already taken out the hello. Is that Sammy? Hello, is that Bronya? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I the first thing I always do is hello, Bronya speaking. And I don't know where I picked that up from. Mm. I've obviously picked that up from yeah. someone in a business somewhere. Yeah, but I think it's brilliant. Well, I've only just started doing it. <laughs> It's just made my life so much easier. Yeah. It's, and it's, I, th- I think just being part of a team is is just huge, absolutely yeah. huge. But I mean, the other thing that Free taught me was, I mean, just everything about costing, about manufacturing, about retail, about running exhibitions, stock control. I learned yeah, because, masses. Um, when we did the Cake and Bake show, you were amazing. You were like, <laughs> I've done this, but I've done that. I've got this sorted. I've got that sorted. You... It's because I've done 10 years worth of exhibitions. Yeah. You know, I did 10 years setting up four exhibition stands a year. Yeah. Um, 
And there's just some things that people, you don't think about it. You don't yeah. think until you've done tablecloths, it. Tablecloths, taking tablecloths. <laughs> I've done it's... so many wedding fairs when I rock up without a tablecloth <laughs> yeah. and there's not one there for you. And it's just, it's just experience that keeps, that, that makes yeah. you learn how to, and like little things, I mean, the exhibitions, it's like making sure you're hydrated, making sure you, because you're not going to get off that stand mm. for eight hours, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, just, and that freed taught me, taught me so, so, so much. Um, mm. And it also taught me a lot about sales as well, because I used to have a desk in the telesales department. So I used to hear them on the phone yeah. all the time, dealing with customers, dealing with difficult customers, dealing with happy customers. And that, that yeah. taught me a massive, massive amount. You know, how to talk people down when they yeah. really are raging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My ex-husband taught me a very good tip. Even oh, yeah. Though, even though he... That, well, let's not go down that path. Yeah, but anyway, okay. <laughs> um, you know when somebody um, phones up to complain and they're just like, you know. Yeah. Um, when you answer them back, you give them their answer and then you just go silent. Yeah, don't talk. Don't talk, yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah. Then, I, was taught, I was taught that in, with the telesales department. Yeah. So reply and then that's it. Yeah. Um, because what happens is human nature is to keep filling that blank space in. Yeah. It's human nature to keep talking. And what happens is, is you end up digging yourself into a hole yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And then you end up saying things and apologizing and it's like, hold on a second. Why am I apologizing when it's not my fault? And that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can no, turn the whole situation around. Yeah. Actually, Barbara, who was the wonderful telesales supervisor, that's what she taught me because she used to get all the shitty customers because she was a supervisor. Yeah. Um, and she, she, she was exact and she was lovely. She was, oh, Bron, oh, I know, I'll never mind, eh? She was like a proper North London, Islington. She was such a lovely lady. Um, but she, she taught me that. Mm. If someone complains, give them your answer, stop. Yeah. Don't fill that hole in. No, let them fill it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So what else have you done? Um, well, I was an invoicing clerk for, yes. for quite a few years. And, and then what I, did that teach you? <laughs> do you know what? It taught me uh, um, It taught me how to type. Oh, okay. Because, Joe Dancing Times taught me how to type because I was doing the magazine. Yeah. I had to type all that copy. That taught me how to type. Yep, yeah, go on. Well, I, I actually, whilst I was there, I thought I, because I, I was like what two finger gal. Right. I actually went and did. Oh, I did God. you? A proper proper typing. typing course on a typewriter. Um, wow. Yes. Da, 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 da. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> and then I left there and I went and worked for an invoicing and credit control in a like a computer oh. software company. Um, and so this taught me, so I could do the invoicing part, yeah. which I, I use all the time in my job yeah. now. Yeah. And then I went on to do credit control, which I hadn't done before. And I learned so much. And I used to have to chase customers for money. That's interesting because that's Which, a scary thought, isn't it? Yeah. And and the first few times I did it, I was so scared. Right. I'd, like, I'd be like, hello, you, you owe us £500. <laughs> and they'd go, oh, yeah, we'll pay it. We'll pay it next month. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but now... I'd be like, hi, you said last month you were going to pay £500 and you haven't paid it yet. What yeah. is going on? Da, 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 da. And you keep on and keep on, keep on until you get that money. That's so, that's so important to learn. Yeah, I've I've learned that, that. Not that I give credit, but say like right. if you have, um, do corporate. Yeah. That or even good. if someone's saying, you know, I'll pay you next week, but can I have the cake? No. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, you wouldn't go to Marks and Spencer's to buy a pair of slippers and say, can I pay you next week? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so you wouldn't. Well. You wouldn't. And, that, and it's, it's, money conversations are really difficult. Oh, yeah. And we're so British as oh, well. We and yeah. like, um, when you give a quote for a cake, um, when you get, when you give um, a quote, don't go, it's 75 pounds. Is that okay? Is that okay? Is yeah. that okay? Go, it's no. £75. Yeah, that's what I'm worth and that's what you're going to pay me. Yeah, and if they go, oh, that's not what I expected, you go, well, fuck off. <laughs> no, you don't say that. You go, go to Asda then. Yeah, you know. yeah that's, that's what I'm worth. It's, 
it's knowing I think actually I was thinking about this when we were talking about doing this um I actually wrote down it's easier to it's easier to talk for someone else so um yes I mean it's easier to say oh well my boss won't like it yeah this is what the company this is what the company says and this is what I've got to do when it's your own business you're like it's so personal it's like yeah. Is that okay? Is that fine? And, and how often have you gone say things like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't come. My husband's not about that day, so I, I'm going to have to babysit. Or um, yeah. I have to go home and walk the dogs. I'm so sorry. You know, yeah. I've got to go early. So you you use it all the time in your normal life. Yeah. So, so take that blame it on somebody else <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? when so when I worked when I went to Freed and we used to do the exhibition stands there used to be three of us mm-hmm. um so I said I was the marketing manager I set everything up and then there were two sales managers that used to come yeah. and help um and we used to work that stand for so we used to have other staff coming in and out the whole time but we were the ones that were there all the time and we were the ones that the customers knew because we yeah. used to go back to the same stand same place every year and you see the same customers every year coming in um and we were all on the same level. None of us were the boss of anyone else. We were all the se- we were all equal within the company. But we used to use each other. So if yeah. someone came up and went, well, can I have a discount? You go, oh, I'm going to have to go and ask someone else. And you'd, we'd go off yeah. and behind the scenes. And then obviously we're not asking. We'd go around the back and go, who do they think they are? And then go back and go, no, actually, they said no. Yeah. And it's easier sometimes to defer that responsibility yeah. to someone else. And I think that's good to think about your business like that. Your business is not you and you are not your business. Yes, you're completely intertwined, mm. but sometimes you have to think about your business as a separate entity that you can go, no, my business won't allow that. Yeah. My business can't sustain you yeah. having a discount off of me today. So yeah. no, my business says no. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that Freed taught us that, that, that we just, and what was funny, we used to have we used to always wear black t-shirts mm-hmm. and every other day one of us would wear white because it made us look like the boss, <laughs> the boss yeah so we'd, we'd take it in turns to be the boss on the stand yeah. which was quite yeah. funny yeah. um but yeah so it taught uh, taught me that it's easier but not me saying it sometimes it's yeah. easier if someone else said no yeah yeah and and you wouldn't have learned that if you no. hadn't done that job no no it was it used to be quite fun quite mm. good fun actually Mm. generally used to blame it on john because he was the bloke (laughs) (laughs) um see my my last job before i gave up what i would call corporate work even though the dance industry isn't corporate my last job was for a company called dsi which is dance sport international and i worked there part-time um and they are the company that make the strictly come dancing dresses They, it was such a lovely place to work. I worked there three days a week because I was doing my cakes as well. Um, and I, you can never be happy. You can never be sad, sorry. Every Monday morning is happy when you walk in and there's sparkles and feathers and just, you know, it was just, a, it was just really lovely. But what that taught me, not particularly anything. Um, so it was run by two blokes, or it is run by two blokes. You've got Malcolm, who is, he's the credit controller. He's the, the finance guy. Mm-hmm. He's the sensible one, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got Gerald, who is full of ideas. And some of the ideas you want to go, sorry, what? Um, so while I was there, he went, I want to run a TV company. <laughs> and you know what? They they have an online TV company. Wow. They go to all the big competitions, they yeah. film them, they have presenters. And what that job taught me from him was if you have a dream, don't just dismiss it straight off. Because Malcolm mm. would come, so Gerald would go, I want to run a TV company. And Gerald would go, Malcolm would go, Are you sure? Mm-hmm. That's going to cost a lot of money. And Gerald would make it work. Yeah. Gerald yeah. would work around it and he would make it work. And that's what that taught me, that particular job is that. Your dreams don't just shut your dreams down you know no it's it's all good and well going I want to start a tv company but if you say it and you action it yeah it happens exactly exactly yes yeah so take that the same run, yeah as like um I want to open a shop selling cakes yeah you can say it but make it happen it. Yeah. yeah so if you want to do the if you want to make cakes as your full-time job and you want to give up your other job that you might have, 
Mm. What are you going to do to get there? How are you going to make it happen? Yeah. And um, the, and the, all the jobs that you've had in the past give you the life skills. Yeah. To, life skills to do it. so, so important. Life skills. Mm. They really, really are. Um, so have you done anything else? Oh, God, I've, I've done... I did internet shopping during um, COVID at Morrison's, which night shifts, which was horrible. Um, The the work was right. It's very fast paced. Night shifts, shifts. (gasps) not so great. Uh, It wasn't that the night shit night night shifts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the night shifts were terrible. (laughs) The daytime ones, they're fine. Fine, yeah, (laughs) but um. Coming home and sleeping with the family and dogs because oh, they used to knock the door and all the time. Yeah, are you, are you asleep? Oh, that must be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So, so that wasn't so great, but it gave me uh, actually uh, the, the thing I learnt most about working at Morrison's was products I didn't know existed. <laughs> <laughs> Which which is pretty cool. Yeah. I've also worked at um, Society of St James in Southampton, which I was a, a cook um, yeah. for the homeless residents that lived there, um, which really opened my eyes to um, again working to a shift. Um, a shift. Yeah, that word today. So <laughs> I used to rock up. I used to make their lunches. I used to have to sort all the stock, um, rotate all the dates, make sure right. everything was clean in the kitchen. Um, I had to do the ordering. Yeah, for them, um, the meal preparation, make sure that the dinner was ready for their dinner at um, half past five. Also, the the thing that was interesting about that was the the nature of the people that you were serving. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they were drug addicts, um, homeless. Yeah, I mean, that um, kind of teaches you, you you don't know what's going on in someone's life. No, no. And they were so lovely. So, so lovely. Yeah. Uh, well, some of them weren't. But, <laughs> but you, I mean, the thing is, is that sometimes when people get really shirty, um, you you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. No, no. And that's, that's quite interesting. To yeah. And you have to work board. how to deflect it. Yeah. And and how you say things as well. Um so I once went I made a delicious pudding and I went, Oh, just how like your um mother would make it. And the guy's reaction was I never had a mother. I oh oh, how could you say something like that? And and it just made you think, Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. You have to watch what you say. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what's going on in the background always. No, definitely not. But Interesting. Brilliant job. But Yeah, um, I know you enjoyed that job a lot. Didn't yeah, you? I did. Yeah. I did. And yeah. I'm still in contact and I still pop in every now and then. And I'm really good friends with one of the old reg- residents. Right. So, we, and we text each other every week. Excellent. That's lovely. That's so, really yeah. lovely. You um, see, I, when, when the um, shop closed, I went off and worked at a pub. Yeah. So I went off and I I started off just as a, a barmaid, bar person, I should say, in this day and age. Um, mm. And then I ended up as assistant manager. Um, and I don't think it taught me anything new, except for people are different when they're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, I suppose it's a different it's a different setting again. It's, it's still hospitality. It's still customer facing. I had to do the cash handling. I had to do bottling up. I had to do stock ordering i had to do banking so all the stuff that Mm. i had done in my own shop but it's a different feeling you know so when someone comes in for a cup of tea and a slice of cake it's very different from someone coming in for a burger chips and a pint yeah you know and it's a real different vibe that's going on um i used to work in a pub actually as a, a it had a restaurant it was a restaurant pub yeah um and um i was a waitress and um, I'd be serving drunk customers their food. And sometimes they used to say inappropriate things. Yeah. And and I just used to take it on the chin. Ha-ha, <laughs> and laugh. Yeah. But I actually... Would chaps, you now? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think you would. So one, <laughs> uh, one chap actually said to me, every time I, I brought his order out, he kept saying to me, have you had an orgasm today? 
and, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> and I told my boss what yeah. he'd said, and she threw him out. <laughs> Good honour. I yeah. like that lady. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, I, I, because the, the pub that I moved in had five bedrooms upstairs. So it was like, they called it a pub with rooms. So it wasn't yeah. a and b but it had like rooms on suite yeah. rooms upstairs. Um, and I remember obviously when it got to a point that someone was too drunk, you, you couldn't, you, you had to refuse to serve them. You know, the law is you have to refuse to serve them. And that's quite difficult when they're staying in the rooms above, Yeah, you know, so you're not kicking them out and sending them home. You're yeah. going, sorry, I can't serve you. You need to get upstairs to bed yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. And so that taught me skills that I'd never, you know, I'd never kicked anyone out of the shop. I'd mm. never kicked anyone out of anywhere else I'd ever worked, but you suddenly have to harden up quite a bit when you're working in yeah. a pub. Yeah. I, have you ever cried at work? Because I no. have. No, I've I had, never cried at work, actually. Um, I had a customer say, oh, I'm really sorry, but this lasagna is, is not very nice. It's really horrible. There's something wrong with it. So I had to take it back to the kitchen and the oh, chef went, chef. he said, there's nothing wrong with that oh, lasagna. Gosh. The customer is wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh. So I had to take the lasagna back. No. And go, I'm really sorry, but the chef. And I oh. immediately started crying because um, oh I didn't know what to do. Um, so this has learnt me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, did, I really didn't know what to do. So I went and found... The restaurant manager, right, and she rang a, a lasagna through without right. telling yeah. the chef, and yeah. we took another lasagna out to her. But <laughs> but that taught me that if the chef says no, don't go back to the customer <laughs> <laughs> and cry at their table. <laughs> One of life's lessons: <laughs> go and find another member of staff who will help. <laughs> cry oh, on the member of staff. <laughs> See when when I was a when I was a, the um, assistant manager at the pub, I was like in my late forties by then. So mm-hmm. I was the one that the eighteen year olds would come to me. Yeah, and I remember um, one of the we used to have the chef. He was and I got on really really well with him. But the chefs the chefs do get quite stressy and do get quite Gordon <laughs> yeah. Ramsay about things sometimes. Yeah, they do, don't they? And this guy, the, this chef, made one of the eighteen year olds. It was an eighteen year old or nineteen um, waitress cry, mm. and. And I went up to him. I, I went into and I went, David, you made her cry. And he was like, oh, 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 God, I'd never. And, and next minute, he's like, oh, come here, give me a hug. And, all yeah. and he, was, he was mortified, but no one had ever told him what he was doing was wrong. Yeah. They just went off and blubbed somewhere else. So he'd never seen it. He'd yeah. never seen, like, the devastation that he was leaving with yeah. these people. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I... And, but I think that was as a result of working at the factory previously and working with difficult people at the factory. Yeah. I just, I didn't think twice about walking up to someone and going, you're wrong, mate. You, you're making her cry. Why have you done that? Yeah. Whereas when you're younger, you don't have that life no. experience. So to- um, having kids has taught me that doing this, now you can't, you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's a podcast, but I can make the noise that I also Go do ahead. with it as well. Ah. in the air <laughs> and yeah. and I have learned that just doing that yeah. and being silent at the end of it can instill fear <laughs> do you know what my mum used to my mum never ever smacked us not once mm-hmm. my mum just looked yeah and she says to me she went you have that look <laughs> yeah and I I can do um I can't do it on cue right but I can move my eyebrow you can raise Enough. an eyebrow. It, but it's so minimal that sometimes I do it and I don't know that I'm doing it, but it's the <laughs> thought comes out in my eyebrow and and my, even my friends can be scared of me if I do the eyebrow because <laughs> they know. Oh. So, you know, sometimes silent. I've, n- is, I've never seen that. I've uh, never seen Silent but deadly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you like, raise, you, I bet you raise your eyebrow to George. At yeah, the shop I in the so. <laughs> So uh, I, I'm going to do a bit more singing now. Oh, are you? We, uh, have you got any more that you um, wanted to go through? Because no, I mean, the only other thing that I did was I worked as a Weight Watchers coach twice. Oh, yeah. 
Um, that taught me a lot about because we used to have to do our own stock control. We used to have to rock up, make a shop up every time. Yeah. We used to have to be compassionate to people. Yes. Um, yeah, because they tell you your problems, don't they? Yeah. I, um, I was a Weight Watchers you, pers- you were a helper, helper. Yeah, helper, weren't you? Yeah. Um, I have to say, I was only a Weight, I was weight Watchers coach, ch- coach twice. Neither time I lasted because I've come to the conclusion I'm not a compassionate person. <laughs> Just, I'm just not kind enough. <laughs> I I stopped doing weight watches because I'm I'm not really good at watching my weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I mean, the first time I gave up, I gave up purely because I had a cake company, and I thought there was a conflict of interest there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I I did learn a lot on weight watches, and I learned a lot about myself that I'm not the caring, compassionate person I needed to be in order to do that job well. That was a, a life. Life, life discovery <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean I, I do think that all of these jobs that I've done many of which have had nothing to do with catering nothing to do with customer service um there's always something that's learnt. there's yeah. always something that I can go oh yeah I mean like you as a credit controller as an invoice yeah clerk, yeah that's nothing to do with running a cake business no. but so much to do with running a cake business yeah definitely or working in a shop working at yeah. mcdonald's customer experience absolutely cash handling talking people through money all of that it's it's yeah so important in life um, shall i shall i sing to you go on and sing okay I, it's not going to come now go i wanted to do the uh only fools and horses tune but i can't <laughs> Uh, what well, things I have learned, so I've yes, written this list, health and safety, hygiene, working with staff, portion <laughs> sizes, wastage, timekeeping, building confidence so you can give instructions and be a leader. <laughs> but, you know. Do you know what? What you should have done, you should have been on the stage. Oh, do you know what? I, I would have so loved to have been on stage. Oh, you would One, have been I an can't amazing sing. <laughs> and two, I can't remember lines <laughs> or, or words to songs. Maybe you should have been, um, oh, what is it? Um, I can't, I can't even think of <laughs> Oh, you know when people do comedy and it's... it's... Oh, well, uh, oh, interpret it. No, um, no. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. you should have done that. You didn't need to learn lines. Um, no. Oh, but no, I yeah, so many skills. I, I can't even begin, even from the day that I started at Safeways. Do you know what we've forgotten? Go on. The podcast. Yeah, oh my God. I've learned so much from doing this podcast. I've met so un- many wonderful people. So many wonderful. And also so many wonderful listeners. Yeah. You know, we, we have emails from listeners and they say, I was going to do this and I listened yeah. to you. And because I've listened to you, I've done that. And you kind of go, oh, my God, did we did we do that? Did we, we? Had, uh, we had one over the Christmas period that we, I, did. Uh, we replied to a lovely lady who's a mum and a part time teacher. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean, teaching. What a great job is that? Yeah. Teaching. Yeah. You know, so. that's so many skills you're learning yeah. in, in teaching. So, yeah. Just yeah, and and also I've learned a lot of tech stuff. Yeah, the, a lot of tech stuff from doing the podcast. Um, sadly, yeah. <laughs> but um, you you you're all amazing. You're all listening to this podcast because you want to learn stuff, and you you already know lots already. Yeah. So don't yeah. discount yourselves. Yeah, so much already in that brain, and in like you say, life experience. Just yeah living and breathing yeah um and yeah well done yeah go girls and boys <laughs> and in betweens absolutely <laughs> right so i've got a runny nose blow your nose blow your nose and prepare <laughs> okay right i'm ready <clears throat> ha, ha, ha. product of the week product of the week product of the week <laughs> I backed away from the microphone. Right, where's my telephone? Here it is. You were looking that up earlier. I was. So I'm not sure if you've done this product before. Oh, okay. Do it again anyway. I'm going to do it again anyway because it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> I laugh if it was me who did it last time. <laughs> so um, foam drying pads. I have s- never done them. Yes, you have. One of them. 
<gasps> wow. Sponges. Yeah. Oh, no, you haven't done. No, haven't you haven't done, done them. I no. thought you meant you didn't know I've what they them. were. Yeah, yeah, I've got them. So um, a foam drying pad is a sponge mat that you can put sugar flowers on. You can put things you've made in. You can put balls in them. It's like dimply and... It's like, you know, if you were going to um, soundproof. Yeah, soundproof. But to me, if if somebody don't know what soundproof is, like lots of egg cartons. Yeah, and it's flat on one side. Yeah. It goes through the washing machine. Yes, very important. (laughs) Um, And um, you can buy them. Um, I've I've just pulled it up on eBay. Two-piece foam foam drying pads, um, £5.79. Wow. I... I remember when we were at the shop, I bought a job lot. Yeah. Um, I think we had like about 50 of them. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know brilliant. where I got them from. Yeah. And we, I think they're probably still, we're still going because on those ones. Also, I mean, yesterday I did five cake toppers for this lady. Wow. And um, most of them lay down in the box and I, I could use tissue paper yeah. to protect them. But one of them was just a man on skis. Um, so I, I use these foam... Yeah. Thingies to, to we, put around Should things. we explain what you use them for? Do, uh, I mean, what, what, what else? Do you dry things? So you're saying about I flowers. Put, I cut a flower out and yeah. I place it on here. And because it's knobbly bobbly, it gives it texture and shape. Yeah. And, and or, um, yeah. Like leaves. Like when I cut out leaves, yes. I drape them over. So it gives it like a bit of shape to if dry. If you make on a, a flag shape. that's blowing in the wind. Yes. You can lay it on there. And like little buds, if you're doing little buds or balls or something that sits in all the little, yeah. like the little dimples. And because it's foam, the air can get around it and it dries and it doesn't stick. Yeah. So you're not putting it in a bit of tin foil that then and it sticks And you can transport you. your flowers from yeah. one place to another. Yeah. The other thing, um, we used to have, you remember those in and out trays, you know, like the, yeah. we used to like a stack of, are they called in and out trays? I don't know what they're called, like document trays. Yeah. Document trays. Yeah, and we used to have them in there, didn't we? We Yeah. Like piles and piles of them. And you can actually pile them on top of each other. Yes. But the stacking trays are better. I I mean, to be honest, I have hundreds of them, and like I have a whole drawer full of them. Yeah, and they go through the washing machine, and there's like bits of them. I have I have some that are smaller, like yeah. But I've cut I've cut some of mine to size. Yeah, but also I have some that so not the white ones. I had some black ones that were more. Pointy. Oh yeah, I know the ones. Pointy. Yeah, I've got pink ones like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, but... <laughs> Don't you making my nose run? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, but yeah, so they. they... I, I think this is an amazing, amazing product of the week. I think it's so – it's one of those things that you just take for granted that you've, you've got in your kit and yeah. they just yeah. – it works and it happens. And Yeah. I use them so much. Yeah. Every yeah. week without yeah, fail. I can't – I couldn't work without, without no. them. And also things like when you're doing um, – like rice paper sales and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They will they will quite happily sit and, and dry yeah. on them. Yeah. Love um, them. Which, bring, which brings me on to my – Oh, yeah, I've forgotten about you. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> oh, I've just found a new piece of tissue. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. So my product of the week. So this came about, um, I got new curtains yesterday. Yeah. Oh, and yes, was, you were telling me that. Yeah, yes. I was using this on the curtains and I'm like, oh, my God, what, what would I do without this? It's my steamer. Oh, <laughs> my God, yes. So, one so I have a PME steamer, but if you look up PME steamer and look up cake steamer or look up steamer, they're pretty much all the same thing. You don't mm. have to have a branded one. Um, no. But it's a little, it's like a tiny little kettle, but with like a, a vent on the top, isn't it? Yeah. It just lets out steam. Yeah. Um, I was say I was using one of my curtains yesterday to straighten my curtains, but for cake making. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're using, if you're doing fondant, you're doing coloured fondant, steam it. It will get rid of your icing sugar. 
Yeah. If you're doing, um, if you're dusting petals and oh, things, yeah. oh, it, it just over. makes them look so amazing. And, yeah, and it, it like so the it petal dust, it. It, it sets the petal dust. Um, if you're making wafer paper sails, yeah. If you hold the paper in front of the steamer, it will give you. It, you can manipulate yeah. it. Rice paper, whoosh, to give yeah. it that extra. Yeah, it just, it just makes... But you've got to be really careful you don't overdo it. Yeah, don't melt it. Um, but the, the, I think the benefit of a steamer over a kettle mm. is that a kettle turns itself off. Yeah. Which is really annoying. Yeah. Because you'll be holding your petals to, to set them over your kettle and then it yeah. stops. Yeah. Um, whereas a steamer is continual um, and they're small, you can carry them around, they've usually yeah. got really, really long cables. Yeah. Yeah. Love them. And so I found mine, um, so I so say I've got a PME one, but you can Same. get any. Yeah. Um, the PME one is about £30. You can get them from lots of different places, Cake Decorating Company, Cake Staff, eBay, Amazon. I, actually, I don't think I do have a PME one, thinking about it now, but it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But they're all, <laughs> if you look at the, if you... If you Google yeah. PME and then you Google steamer, they're pretty much all the same. And you can steam clothes with them. Yes. <laughs> or <laughs> curtains if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the same, it's the same thing. It's just a continual stream of yeah. steam. So that's mine. Steam. Steam. <laughs> um, right, okay. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. Yes. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope we don't ramble too much. Well, well, we, we do, do ramble, but you yeah, know. but but that's why we're here. <laughs> Imagine if we just sat looking at one another, everyone yeah. going, "What? Is, what is this podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here to ramble. Hope we don't ramble too. Anyway, I'll shut up, Bronya. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um. Please rate, review, like, recommend. That all of them. Subscribe. 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 Please yeah. do. And give the gift of us to other people. Yeah. <laughs> and and have an, an amazing week. And we'll yeah. speak to you soon. Next yeah. time. See you next time. Bye bye bye.